Welcome to the Generic True Crime Podcast. All criminal cases mentioned in this podcast are real events. Hello. Hi. I'm Nicole. And I'm Nick. Welcome to Generic True Crime Podcast. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So... Question of the day. Do you like the draw or doodle? No, I actually, I'm not a, um, not an artiste by any means. I like to doodle. Like when I was in school, I would doodle. How about you? Oh, I can't draw at all. It saved my life. Not even little doodles? Not even little doodles, no. I did like drawing when I was younger, though. Yeah, me too. I did too. Yeah. So the reason why I asked this is because today we are talking about a, I think, rather unknown, um, serial killer who was listed as the doodler that's right all right so the doodler he this was a man who to say it's still mystery we don't know who he is mystery unsolved that's right um he is a man who would target gay white males uh who did target gay white males in the 70s um, the reason why he's called the doodler is because he would often attract um, people by either doing sketches of them or just drawing in general, like getting their attention. Yeah, that's like such a like, it's so creepy because like, you know, if, if you and I went out and someone's drawing you, like, okay, first I would either be creeped, I think most people would either be a little creeped out or they would be intrigued because it's like, you know, like we, we all, you know, for our ego, we all want to be like. I think it would bother me a little. I would find it creepy, but I could understand if someone's like, oh, hey, like, you're paying attention, like, like you're fawning over me. It would grab my attention, though, and that's exactly what he aimed to do, to grab their attention. Yes. So he is thought to have committed up to 16 murders, um, but only five are really linked. Confirmed cases connected to him, yeah. Yes. So we're going to talk about some of the victims. We have, um, I'm like butcher of these names, Gerald Cavanaugh. Mm-hmm. He was the first victim. Um, he was believed, um, this is the first victim to be believed. He was a um, Canadian American and he was 49 at the time of this crime. Um, his fully clothed body was found on um, January 24th, 1974 in San Francisco. And he had actually died hours before, which is like so like sad. Like, do you think like, do you think like if they had found him a few hours earlier, he could still that's right, and actually on that night, um, at 1.30 a.m., there was a 911 phone call that came in. Uh, somebody had called in and said, I believe there might be a dead person on the beach across from Ola Street. Um, and he said, if you follow the street right down to the water, and the caller instantly hung up. Did anyone, like, investigate that? So they never found out who it was. It was just a mystery caller, and they don't. They suspect that it might have been the doodler himself. Oh, that's creepy. That's weird. Um, but do you know, like, did they follow up on that claim? Did they? And they no, the caller didn't give any name, and he just hung up right away. But but no one, no police, no one went down to that location. Oh yeah, no, that's how they found Gerald Cavanaugh. He was the first victim. Interesting. Um, he did have self defense wounds. Um, which you know, meaning he did try to fight back. 
single, and not much is known about his personal life. Um, from what I read, he was just like a furniture worker or assembler. Yeah. That's right. Interesting. Okay, and then we have um, the next victim. His name is Joseph, or he went by Jay Stevens. Um, he was discovered on June 25th, 1974, by a lake in San Francisco. Um, Stevens was 27, and a female impersonator, um, which I'm guessing he was a drag queen. Yeah. And she was, so when I say she, I mean Stevens and drag. She was thought to be last seen at the club that she had worked at the previous night before um, the crime. And we have, okay, this is the most, it's so German sounding, but also this is the most Christmassy name I've ever heard in my life. Klaus Christman. Yeah, kind of. Which, before I get into this, Nicole, yes. you and I love Christmas. This is true. Like, if you know us, we have our place decorated by November yeah, we just, we love Christmas. We love Christmas. So if we ever had to have a kid. We're not naming him that. Klaus Christmas. <laughs> okay, so he was a German-American immigrant. He was discovered by a woman who was walking her dog on July 7th, 1974. Um, this attack was more brutal than the other attacks. So police didn't immediately name the attacks. Um, Christmas was a married man with kids, which is also different from the other. Um, and this part kind of, I don't know if I would say if this makes sense, maybe this makes sense by 1970 standards, but makeup was found on him, so he was thought to be gay, which I, I want to know, more, like, what kind of makeup, and, I mean, because I know, I know men, like, straight men in 2021 who will wear concealer just to make themselves. Well, you have to remember, this was, like, during a time in which, like, where, like, certain, like, it was pretty much illegal to be gay. Um, was it was it was it illegal in nineteen seventy? I don't. I, I think it was illegal. I think during this time, still, which is why, like, another reason why they never found out who this was is because a lot of people didn't come forward because they didn't want to yeah. out themselves. Yeah, that is very true. So I mean, this was during a time in which, like, you have to dress a certain way and act a certain way. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is more of I don't know. If this but okay obviously the 70s were you know not people had to go back in the, were back in the closet much more than they are now but was this the case even for san francisco like san francisco seems to be very like progressive i think so and um i'm gonna get into it now because um we know there was like five confirmed killings mm-hmm. and then up suspect suspicions of up to 14 or 16 deaths mm-hmm. um but there were like a few attacks uh, that were um, led to believe to be done by the doodler. Mm-hmm. Um, you think that they were? Do you think that they were attempted murders that he just he couldn't? Yeah, yeah, I think so. And um, reason why they thought it was like the doodler is because um, there was like similar assaults that happened, um, and there was like two victims who were attacked like separate times, but like same apartment complex. And I think they both gave, like, similar description of the attacker. And based off that description, they thought it was the doodler. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. And it wasn't until, like, I don't know why it took this long, uh, until 1975 for them to sketch out what he might have looked like. I don't know if, like, maybe this wasn't as big of a concern to the police. 
I think it was they were targeting factors. like gay males. I think it was a couple of factors into why it wasn't like everything was just so slow. I think you know, um, you know, this happens even nowadays when, when there's an attack on gay or a person of color. You know, the mm-hmm. media doesn't seem to care as much with this right now. So I think that could have been part of it, and then also well, if you were to be a, a victim, if you came forward, it's really interesting. Like, hey, I'm gay. This is interesting though, because he just targeted. Um, it seems that he just targeted gay white males. Mm-hmm. Um, and he himself was, they believe he was black. Yeah. 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 They described, well, of the two people who were attacked, they described their attacker as a person of between like 19 and 25, mm-hmm. tall, lanky, black man. Have you seen the police sketch? I have. It's creepy. I don't, like, whenever I think the police sketch with Deebler, and also, have you seen the police sketch for Richard Ramirez? No. It's it's so creepy. He was an ugly man, so I could, was, I'm not if, surprised. If he was ugly, but at the same time, people were like, he had like sex appeal. Like, people were throwing, like, women were throwing. Well, so did Charles Manson. Just, there's just some crazy people out there who, like, get a kick out of that. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just, um. We're just rambling on. We are. That's Those okay. Police sketch. I, I think police sketches, for the most part, are always a little creepy. Mm-hmm. Especially for Richard Ramirez. That one just like sent a chill down my spine when I saw it. I'll have to look it up now. It's surprised I haven't seen it. It's, yeah, I'm surprised you haven't because we, we, we watched uh, The Night Stalker. Yeah, which by the way was really good. If anyone's interested in watching it, yeah, I'd say great. do it. It's great. It's really well done. Mm-hmm. Okay, anyway, going back to, um, okay, so um, Klaus Christman, he was um, buried in his native country of Germany after this, um, after his crime. And he had Frederick Happen. Um, he was 32. His body had been found on May 12, 1975, in San Francisco. He was a nurse and had served in the Navy. Um, and the last confirmed one is Harold Goldberg. He was age 66, so he's so it's much older than his. Like everybody else seems to be like in their 30s ish. Oh, than his usual victim. Yeah. yeah. So, um, this guy was um, age 66. He was a Swedish immigrant. Um, and he was found on June 4, 1975 in Lincoln Park. He was in a decomposed state because um, he was discovered about two weeks after his attack. Oh, really? It took yeah. that long? Yeah. That's, That's sad. Because it's like, he obviously didn't have anybody. Like, no one realized, like, hey, he's missing. That's pretty sad. If, if um, Harold was gay, I mean, he obviously, I mean, he could have had kids, but, like, yeah. if you're a gay man, I mean, like, it, it's, it's harder. You have to adopt. Or, Chances are, at that time, he didn't, you know, really have much family. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, his parents are probably not wanted because he's 66. Yeah. And, but that's, you know, that's, that always gets me whenever I hear about someone decomposing because just nobody catches up on him. Yeah. He had nobody. That's pretty sad. Um, but because he was so much older, um, it took police a long time to um, link his crime to the other crimes, just because, like, it was, you know, it, it's not the Deebler's signature. Yeah, it's not who he usually went after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, in 1976, um, police actually detained a suspect. Uh, however, he was never charged. He did, however, m- remain a person of interest, uh, even to this day, I believe. He's still alive and a person of interest. Okay. And they, they don't release his name, which is so... Yeah, like, why are you protecting this person? I don't know. 
Is there laws? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. Probably a dumb question of mine, but just curious about that. Like different methods of not what they do. Yeah. Um. So this was also I found um different um uh what's the word I'm looking for? What am I looking for? I found different um suspects. Oh. Just like of, of what he would like his method. Like I I read that he would meet his victims in gay gay bars, clubs, or twenty-four hour diners. He would offer to sketch the portraits, and then he would. I read that he would often have sex with them before attacking and killing the victims. Do you read that he didn't have sex with them or not? So I didn't read that exactly, anything confirming that. I just read that he attracted their attention by either doing sketches of them or just doing like cartoons. And um, so people would approach him sometimes and they'd get into the conversation. Like the subject of like, oh, like are you an artist or are you a cartoonist? Like, what do you do? And then once he lured them in, he would always suggest like going someplace quieter. Which going back to the two attacks in that apartment complex makes me think like rather than always taking them somewhere like outside, like for going back to the first victim, like on the beach, like maybe they had. Um, suggested like, hey, you could come back to my apartment, or do you have an apartment we could go to? Yeah, which I mean, that is, I mean, don't don't ever do that. Like, don't invite somebody with a smash back to your. Um, people still to this day do yeah, that. People still do, but like you know, sometimes you feel like you're invin- like you're like okay, that'll never happen. To me. Mm-hmm. Um, but then look, it happens. Yeah, but like that still happens. Like it, it happens in like I I probably know people who have done that. Mm-hmm. Same. Um, it's too trusting. Yeah, it's too trusting, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to turn the page. Sorry, I didn't to turn the page. Okay. Um, so I actually just want to bring up, so these crimes happened in 1974 and 1975? Yes. Okay, so also, there were some other crimes that, like, I don't know if he targeted gay men, but John Wayne Gacy, his reign of terror was from um, 1972 to 1978. So these crimes were in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, but didn't receive as much attention. I, I mean, I've I, never heard of this till recently. I heard this um, from my favorite murder. The Doodler? I, I think they did a, I think they did a movie together. But I've heard of The Doodler. That's my first time hearing of The Doodler. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, so, um, well, we all know John Aren't they all? Yeah, and he had kittens. Like 29 um, teenagers. Oh, I don't remember. I don't know if those teenagers were gay. I do know John Wayne Gacy had sex with the majority, if not all, of them. Mm-hmm. I think they're all drunk and high, and I, I do know people who are, they consider themselves straight, but they, you know. Things happen. Yeah, things happen when you're drunk and high. And then also there was a um, freeway killer that happened, I believe, in Southern California. Mm-hmm. Um, named William George Boney. He raped, tortured, and murdered 21 boys between 1979 and 1980. So this is a little bit after. Mm-hmm. But there were a lot of attacks on boys possibly just targeting these young men. Targeting these young men who, who could potentially be gay. Mm-hmm. Okay? I think there was also another highway killer um, on the other side of Chicago. So this point is like in the northwest suburbs. And I think there was another freeway killer that happened in like the south suburbs during um 
mm-hmm. and they target it to target young gay men, young gay teenagers. Okay. So there was just a lot of like I don't know what it was like. I don't know why so many. Like I, I have ideas why. Well, for the doodler, like I don't know, like I think they suspected like maybe it was like hate motivated. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that. So. It could definitely be hate motivated because, like, in the seventies, that's when gay people were starting to get a little bit more, mm-hmm. a little bit more um, respect. Maybe I mean, it, being gay in America is now that like, even now today, there's you know there's still discrimination. Oh yeah, for sure. Things. So I think like in the seventies, maybe there was more hostility, mm-hmm. which that actually just brought like that explains some people's hate for disco music, like. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of like the disco demolition? Yeah. In Vegas, was it Comiskey? You know the Sox, where the, where the Chicago White Sox were. Yeah. But there was like a like everyone like oh, there was a whole bunch of um uh, like white men who love classic rock. I love classic rock, and I am not a huge fan of disco. But I believe a lot of these white men didn't like disco because disco was music for you know a lot of gay people like disco and a lot of people of color like disco and I you might you know who might know the answer to this who? len foot co-host of jack jack podcast i think he knows of this yeah because i you know when i heard of disco disco demolition when i was a kid i was like hell yeah i hate this because I, I don't i like disco I don't, I don't like the sound of it i like what it represents mm-hmm. Like it, it's their music. Like a lot of people identify with that, and I respect that. I don't like the sound of it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I love class, you know, I love classic rock. Yeah. But at the same, when we go to classic rock concerts, I don't get anything. I mean, I'm by far one of the younger people there, and I. You're not a middle-aged white guy. I'm not a middle-aged white guy, but you know, I'm, I'm more liberal and I'm queer, so it's like. Yeah. I, I don't really fit in. I, I don't fit in. That's okay. So I feel like maybe some of these. Yeah. Gay people, because like they were never like you guys are getting more white to me now. Maybe we don't know. It's a mystery. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, and who? I mean, these crimes happened almost fifty years ago. Mm-hmm. So, and this one person who's still thought of. I mean, will we bring him up? Um, this is a reopened cold case, I believe, and there's like a hundred thousand dollar reward, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. from what I've read. Yeah. yeah, there might be people who know. Yeah, probably. Which, We've been not talking about the doodler. We're rambling. People, if you're still listening, good for you. Yeah, good for you. But like other cold cases, like there are probably there are probably people who are alive today or who were alive who knew. Mm-hmm. Like maybe you know, like some people are very protective of their family, even though their families are like the closest. Yeah. Family. Well, there's people like that. Yeah, which I don't. I mean, hey, if my brother like those people. I could love you from you being in prison where you rightfully belong. Yeah, I feel like everyone deserves the consequences to their actions. Yeah. So I agree. There could be somebody who knows who might be alive. Yeah. We don't know. Um, so my sources for this were um, I use Wikipedia and I use something called um, SF Chronicle. I'm guessing Stanford did something similar. Mm-hmm. 
So I, I also use Wikipedia as always, and I found two good articles um, from, I believe, People and USA Today. Okay. Yeah. That's our rambling of the doodler. Yeah. Yeah. Got anything else? I have nothing else. I have nothing else also. All right. Well, I guess this is where we say bye. 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 You've been listening to the Generic True Crime Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, as well as our Instagram at a generic underscore true underscore crime underscore podcast.